Blog Talk Radio. Change will not come if we wait for some other person or if we wait for some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. cannot continue to rely only on our military in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong, just as well-funded. Is one of our most popular shows. 
You can listen, or if you're brave enough, call in and make your point. If you think you can debate today's political discourse, call Conservative Crime Time, weeknight at 1130 on the Wahoo Radio Network. His friends were the foreign students, the uh, structural feminists, uh, the Marxists, and, and that's pretty much the group of people I, I saw at that, that uh, pre-graduation party. Who cares about what a poor black man has to face every day in a country and a culture controlled by rich white people? <laughs> People come to Internet Radio for any number of reasons. Among the reasons are perhaps they're tired of the pasteurized, homogenized news that they get from their TV. Or some may want their talk radio a little more raw. Well, that's what you get with Internet Talk Radio. Real people with real opinions that give you real conversation. It's not your daddy's talk radio. And it's for people who stay informed and a great way to share ideas and debate issues. Well, let's just say that Internet Talk Radio hosts don't sit in front of the makeup mirror before they go on the air. Internet Talk Radio is a fast-growing new media that allows folks to get around the dinosaur media. We Are America United is a network of patriotic radio hosts bringing you honest discussion and discourse that will keep you riveted all day. Check out radio.waumedia.com. in Broadcasting presents Liberals of Genius. Liberals of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. President of the United States. Mr. President of the United States. You single-handedly managed to choke all the life out of the world's greatest economy in record time. Ten percent no one else could have apologized more, spent more, or built a rat maze healthcare system from hell that only the IRS could love. What were you thinking? Thanks to you, FDR will be known as a conservative, Carter will look presidential, and Joseph Stalin won't seem like such a bad guy. Joe was misunderstood. So crack open a good book, sit on your butt, and help your buddies with a snowball's chance in November. Mr. President, the one we weren't waiting for.
Wow. Yeah, that gets me every single time. The silent drill team, you couldn't see that, but uh, I played the promo anyway because of the, uh, you know, the vocals. Good evening, folks, and welcome to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. I'm your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones, and I am broadcasting from beautiful Swanee, Georgia today. Yeah, yeah, I'm in Georgia. I'm going to be here until Friday, and then I'll be heading back to beautiful Alexandria, Virginia. So, uh, without further ado, let's get into it. You know what we're going to talk about tonight. Barack Hussein Obama, our president, the president of the United States, has come out for in favor of same-sex marriage. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He sure has. And it took some courage to do that because he's pretty much alienated a whole lot of people with that. Well, I guess one could actually say that Obama came out. He he came out. I mean, he should be applauded for that. Obama has come out of the proverbial closet. But uh, we all knew that whole thing about, um, you know, his evolving, his views on the subject evolving. We all knew what that was all about. I have my own take on this issue, though. I have a, uh, I have a take on it that you might find interesting. Uh, now, now let's see. Try and try and follow along here. Obama played a central role in orchestrating the defeat of Illinois' Born Alive Infant Protection Act, and that act would have required care and medical attention for third trimester fetuses that survived an abortion procedure. Imagine a woman going into an abortion clinic having an abortion in the third trimester which is disgusting enough, and the baby is alive because we're talking about a third trimester baby here. A baby. A baby. Seriously. In the third trimester, it's a baby. We can't even call it a fetus anymore. Come on. So, and a lot of these babies survive the abortion process. You know, we're humans, we're strong, we're resilient for the most part. A lot of premature babies that are born like into the third trimester survive and become, you know, strong, healthy people. Imagine going into uh your 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 6 months pregnant. You know, you're 7, 8 months pregnant and you decide that you don't want the baby. Okay, the central issue here is that what happens to the fetus after the divorce after after the abortion is totally irrelevant to the woman's right to control her body. She's already exer- exercised her choice and control, and she's free of the unwanted pregnancy. Obama and his supporters therefore cannot call upon the defense of a woman's right to control her body, and they must instead defend a totally undefensible, indefensible position. The deliberate killing by neglect of what are effectively premature babies. So here's what happens. Here's what Obama said when arguing arguing against... I, gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta, I have to slow down because this is a very emotional situation here for me. Let me... 
take a moment to gather myself. <laughs> Let me gather myself. I'm gonna get. I'm gathered now. Okay. And imagine I haven't. I haven't even had any espresso, but this subject is just. It just gets to me every single time. Okay. Here's what Obama said when arguing against Illinois' Born Alive Infants Protection Act during the Senate floor debate. Illinois Senate. He said, this was legislation clarifying the terms person, human being, and child, and individual in Illinois statutes including any baby born alive, no matter what the gestational age or circumstances of birth. He went on to say, and I quote, I just want to suggest that this is probably not going to survive constitutional scrutiny, end quote. Like he gives a damn about that. Number one, he, he goes on to say, number one, whenever we define a pre-viable fetus as a person that is protected by the equal protection clauses or other elements in the Constitution, we are really what we're really saying is, in fact, that they are persons that are entitled to the kinds of protections that would be provided to a child, a nine-month-old child that was delivered to term. <sighs> Folks, this is splitting hairs. There's nothing more you can say about that. It's splitting hairs. What happens to the children in who are born premature, these premature babies, is that they are placed in a room and left to die. And Obama, in the Illinois Senate, Obama voted against any form of protection for these premature babies. That's what he did. There's no way to get around it. Obama has something against people having children. I, I, I got to believe that. So here's, what I, here's my take on this. When Obama came out and stated that he was for same-sex marriage between a man and a woman, I mean a, a, man, a man and a, a man and a woman and a woman, basically, you know, they can't, these people can't have children. At least not yet. So the less people we have pairing up to make children, the less children they're going to be. And that takes me where? Where do you think that's taking me? John Holderin. Forced abortions, mass sterilization, a planetary regime with the power of life and death over American citizens. Yeah, here we are. Obama's science czar, John Holdren, says forced abortions and mass sterilization is needed, needed to save the planet. It's, a, it's from a book he authored in 1977 which advocates for extreme totalitarian measures to control the population. Now, maybe maybe it's a stretch to suggest that there's an agenda here. Same-sex marriage, forced abortions, not saving the lives of 
premature babies. Once the mother has aborted the child, and I kid you not, that child, I, I, I do not exaggerate one bit, that child is placed in a storage closet and left to die. A child, a breathing, living child, beating heart, all that you would all that all that you would have were you holding a a premature baby. And Obama voted against any protection for that premature baby. Now, what kind of what kind of cold hearted bastard would not vote to protect a fetus or a premature child once it is found to be alive and breathing once a woman has aborted it. It's one of us. It's a person. You've got to have balls as big as church bells and a heart made of stone. You know, constitutional scrutiny be damned. Because I suspect that the judges on the Supreme Court would have some common decency and vote to protect those babies. Now, the tyrannical fantasies of a madman or merely the opinion of a person who is in control of science policy in the United States or both. Which one is it? These ideas, among many other equally horrifying recommendations, were part put forth by John Holdren, whom Obama appointed director of the White House's Office of Science and Technology. Yeah, that's exactly right. Women could be forced to abort their pregnancies whether they wanted to or not. The population at large could be sterilized by infertile drugs or infertility drugs, sorry, intentionally put into the nation's drinking water or in food. Single mothers and teenage or teen mothers should have their babies seized seeds from them against their will and given away to other couples to raise. People who contribute to social deterioration, i.e. undesirables, can be required by law to exercise reproductive responsibility. In other words, using an armed international police force or be compelled to have their have themselves sterilized. Yeah, they can be compelled to have themselves sterilized. Now, let let me ask you something right here and now. The call-in number is 347-884-8500. I got so wrapped up in this topic today that I forgot. I just got – I forgot to make my, my, my proper announcements today. Barack Obama once said that we are known by the company we keep. That who we walk with says who we are. Those were his exact words. 
So who we walk with says who we are, and I agree with that. My father said you are known by the company you keep. You are judged by the company you keep. And he was right. He was right. So if Barack Obama taps Mr. Holdren on the shoulder and says, hey, I dig what you had to say in that book in 1977 about the planetary regime and sterilizing folks. Why don't you come on board here, make a couple of hundred thou. You really don't have to do anything. Because I want to tap you for my science, czar. I dig what you had to say. I dig it. My question is, why do people continue to to like this guy? Barack Hussein Obama, our president, he has high favorability ratings. But how many people know that he voted against something so, so human? Human. Not one of us wouldn't do whatever it takes to save a life and to save a life of a child, a baby, a premature baby being left to die in a storage room. And I tell you what, I'm not being melodramatic here when I say this. No. These acts were witnessed by a nurse in Chicago. The nurse's name? Jill Stanick. She was the one, she was the person who came up with the uh, the necessary signatures to bring this before the legislature. So, when you've got John Holdren, Barack Obama's science czar, well, folks, this is not a hoax. And, of course, 2020 Radio Network with G-Ski Rocks comes on 9 p.m. right after my show is scheduled to have Jill on his show next week. So if you want you hear what I'm saying, I'm teeing it up for 2020 radio for next week. I had no idea I was going to be doing it for my man, but here it is. So what I'm talking about right here and now, he's going to be talking about next week with the actual person that I just mentioned. So be there or be square. No doubt. No diggity. No doubt. Folks, this is not a hoax. John Holdren really did say those things. And 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 a report, his eco-science report, contains a proof. So, couple... What John Holdren wants to do, what Barack Obama firmly believes in, oh, he believes so much in a woman's right to choose, in a woman's right not to have a child, 
in the idea that a child should not be brought into this world, that he voted against a measure that would protect – I can't say this enough. I want you to understand what I'm saying here – that would protect a child born prematurely as a result of an abortion. So what? Right? If the child the child's aborted, uh, it's breathing, heart's beating, you know, pretty healthy. But, you know, hey, chuck that little kid into a storage room and let it die. Because, uh, you know, we don't want any trouble. We don't want the woman to sue. We don't want this to go all the way to Supreme Court and have them decide. So just in case... The justices don't, you know, this doesn't stand up to constitutional scrutiny, as Obama said, on the House floor in the state of Illinois. We'll just go ahead and vote that down. Let that baby die. How do you think Obama slept that night? How do you think he slept voting down a measure that would protect a child? A premature child. I bet he slept like a baby. I'll bet he slept like a baby. (laughs) No pun intended. Take a listen to what Barack Obama had to say. I've got two daughters, nine nine years old and six years old. If they make a mistake, I don't want them punished with a baby. My fiance and I want to have children one day. Just not right now. I mean, why should we be punished with a baby we don't want and can't afford? Our frat party got a little out of hand, and I hooked up with one of the girls from Beta Gamma. Um, I'm paying for half of the abortion, but why should either one of us be punished with a baby we don't want? My husband and I thought we were done having kids. I mean, I've just gone back to work, and we just really can't afford this new one. So why should I? Why should my family be punished with another baby? My boyfriend and I usually use a condom, but one night, well, you know. Anyway, I got pregnant. Why should I be punished with a baby? Over 90% of the 1.4 million abortions that take place each year in America terminate accidental pregnancies. In other words, abortion is used as just another form of birth control. If you believe this is okay, then vote for Barack Obama and Joe Biden. They're the most pro-abortion major party candidates to ever run for the White House. They have promised to do all they can to protect the so-called right to abortion for any reason, including birth control. But if you believe that over 40 million pre-born babies killed because someone made a mistake and got pregnant is wrong, then you owe it to your conscience and, yes, these babies, to cast your vote elsewhere. This is the Orthos Forum, and we approve this message. And we're back with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Now, of course, as you notice, that's an old clip. It's an old uh, advertisement. But it speaks the same language. It speaks to what I'm speaking to right now. 
Obama stated, you know, when I when I when I bring this up to uh, some folks, they say he didn't say that. That's not what he meant. He didn't mean that a person shouldn't have a child. You misunderstood him. Uh huh. Yeah, I misunderstood him. All right, we're gonna take a short break. We'll be right back. And we'll talk some more about this subject. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. The call-in number is 347-884-8500. We'll be right back. Going to play some old promos. <laughs> Conservative prime time pops with excitement start to finish as callers argue passionately their points. Jermaine and Cool Mike host this sizzling two-hour cage match while keeping the show just this side of sanity. Dangling over the edge, Conservative Primetime is one of our most popular shows. You can listen, or, if you're brave enough, call in and make your point. If you think you can debate today's political discourse, call Conservative Primetime, weeknights at 1130 on the Wildwood Radio Network. Please join the hit squad of dynamic radio hosts on Internet Talk Radio. Starting at 8 p.m., Listen to The Situation Report with Dr. C. Robert Jones of Gojo Media. Dr. Jones is a retired Marine officer and holds a Ph.D. in history. Come check out his show weeknight from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. From there, stay on board with the 2020 Network, alternating between G-Ski Rocks and his show Live and Direct and David Graham of Stay Mad Radio. Taking you to bedtime with wit and wisdom and class and clarity. Join this nightly tea party family and bring your friends. Monday through Thursday, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Time. What to do do, do, do on Friday? Well, keep your internet radio routine with Tesla's great show, Socialism is Not an Option. The Roundtable Roundup Edition where you can call in and vent your frustrations from the week. It's an open-line discussion where other radio hosts and listeners call in and let us know what's on their mind every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern. So the reason Key said that Jesus Christ wouldn't vote for Barack Obama was because of Obama's fanatical support of abortion to the point of condoning Infanticide. You can't handle the truth. Political correctness gone wild. I see dead people. These aren't really good reasons to suggest that he's scared, only that he's stupid. What is your major malfunction, num nuts? You are cock blocking. You are in the way. <laughs> I'm looking into trying to get a rooster that doesn't crow. Are you going to trust me? Or your lying eyes. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. You know, I believe in the principle that you pay as you go. Obama was, in the words of Louis Farrakhan, C-elected before he was elected. There's a rhyme in there somewhere. Why so serious? I laugh out loud with glee. At every opportunity, I'm standing in the grocery line. Ha 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 ha. Oh, behave. I'm uh, doing the laundry. Ha 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 Oh, I'm walking the dog. <laughs> I was napping. 
I went. <laughs> and it's all because of the news today. Does anybody really know what time it is? Does anybody really care? This is David Graham of Stay Mad Radio. You're listening to Dr. C. Robert Jones and the Situation Report every weekday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. All when right. we do Internet oh. Talk Radio, we receive support from a great many areas. We have listener support, of course, and some who help with the promoting. One group that often goes unrecognized are the wives of Internet Talk Radio hosts. They are the ones who tolerate our dalliances and the time we invest in our hobbies. Well, this is one way we can properly recognize those who are closest to us by broadcasting their sincere sentiments regarding our passions. Are you going to stay up all night? You have family, you know. You're always at that computer. All right, and we're back with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. No, Southern, you did not. Please do send it to me. Uh, Southern Sense of uh, Annie, the radio chick, Southern Sense, sent me a message asking me about a promo, and I do not have it, so I would love to have it. I did receive the invitation to your show, um, I think it was yesterday, and I did not get a chance to attend because I was forced, dragged, kicking and screaming, to go see the movie Iron Man in 3D. Uh and so I was in the theater at the time the show was being broadcast. I'm sorry I missed it. I heard it was a great show. Um, so we've gotten that out of the way. We know what Barack Obama's all about. He's not about traditional families. A girl and a girl can get married. A guy and a guy can get married. It's all good. We can abort children. Hey, even if they're alive and breathing, well, so what? We need to protect the woman's right. Not to have the damn child. Damn it. If she doesn't want the damn baby, and the baby's born alive, then chuck it in the closet somewhere and let it croak. I'm Barack Obama. And this is how I want it. This is how it's going to go down. I don't want to risk this whole deal going to the Supreme Court and being challenged. I don't think it'll survive constitutional scrutiny. So this whole thing about babies being born alive and breathing right after they're being, after they're aborted, so damn what? Come on. It's just a kid. I don't want some woman having a, ba- a ba- having an abortion going through the process and then the baby's alive and I don't want her to be punished with this baby. Babies are such punishment. Babies babies punish you. I mean, who wants to have a kid? I don't want, you know, my daughters punished with a baby if they make a mistake. You know? 
all Bush's fault. I've got two daughters, nine, year old, nine years old and six years old. If they make a mistake, I don't want them punished with a baby. He doesn't want them punished with a baby. Who wants to have a kid and be punished with a baby? Can you imagine that? It's insane. All right. Well, let's move on to the next topic. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. The call in number is 347-884-8500. But before we move on, let me just put it out there one more time. Barack Hussein Obama is the President of the United States of America. Let's take a few things into account this coming election. He has pitted Americans against Americans, white against black, rich against poor. He has advocated homosexuals. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Marrying each other. He advocates the, well, infanticide, letting little babies die ignominiously and without dignity in a broom closet or storage room. He is spending us into oblivion to the tune of just over $5 trillion in four years, less than four years. He's the most polarizing president ever, ever. He can barely speak English without a teleprompter. He's proven to be a fraud in almost every endeavor. So what is there to like about this guy? You know, uh, Tesla, uh, 2020, me, we used to do blog talk shows not so long ago just about maybe a year ago, asking the question. A question that was on the minds of a lot of folks, honestly. And that question was, is Barack Obama the Antichrist? I know, it sounds crazy now, doesn't it? Is Barack Obama the Antichrist? With all that I've just told you, all that I've just laid out for you, it's all true. If he isn't the damn Antichrist, then who is? I mean, really, come on. Infanticide. Boy, boy, girl, girl. Marriage. It's all good. Pitting one segment of the population against another. The most divisive president ever. This is the guy who talked about hope and change. Right? This is the guy who we brought on board to usher us into a new era. This is the guy who wants four more years. He wants four more years because he needs to finish the job, folks. He's got he's to gotta finish the job. There's no duty we so much underrate as the duty of being happy. By being happy, we can sow anonymous benefits upon the world. Robert Louis Stevenson.
Today in the United States of America, 52% of households are receiving some form of entitlement. This is more than at any other time in U.S. history. We're becoming a nation of people with our hands out. More than 45% 45 of U.S. households will not pay federal income taxes this year. Folks, the question is, what's happening to our nation? Why do people want a handout? Why do people think they deserve a handout? I remember when a president of this nation gave an inaugural address, which included these famous words, and I quote, And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country, end quote. I remember watching people whining about the government in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina. Where was their government entitlement? How was the government going to help them? When were they going to get their money? By the way, the money they were going to get wasn't theirs, it was yours. But that's neither here nor there, is there? I think the government has proven it's lousy at helping people out. The government doesn't have the first idea how to improve people's lives. The government doesn't have the first idea how to raise a child. The government doesn't have the first idea how to support a family. However, the government does know the first thing about getting between churches and the needy. The ACLU doesn't sit well with the spirit-based institutions giving aid, and the government is scared silly of the ACLU, of course as most people are. I like it. It's mine. Does that sound familiar? If it's in my hand, it's mine. I can take it from you. It's mine. If I had it a little while ago, it's mine. If it's mine, it must never appear to be yours anyway. I'm doing or building something. All the pieces are mine. It looks just like mine, so it's mine. If I saw it first, it's mine. If you're playing with something and you put it down, it automatically becomes mine. If it's broken, it's yours. Now, I've heard sound bites on the news by adults saying these words almost verbatim. There's a family living in one of my houses in Pembroke Pines. And by living, I mean existing. I just paid the water bill for them because the water has been shut off for three months. Seriously, no water. The house smells like a 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 a pigsty because they're still using the toilets. But there's no water. The biggest earner in the family, and by family, I mean baby, baby daddy, uncle of baby, and grandma of baby. The baby's getting all the entitlements to allow this group of people to pay the rent to me. 
fuel, oil, electricity. Too bad the baby couldn't earn a little more and pay the water bill. But these are people I've rented my house to. So it's not their fault. They fell on hard times. And I'm going to go ahead and look out for them for a little while longer. Remember to check out 2020 Radio, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right after me. He's going to have a great show tonight. Be there, be square, don't be square, because this guy is right on top of it. He has some of the best blog talk guests. He has some of the best radio guests around. He puts on a great show. He is one of the best, if not in the top 15 week in and week out. He's at least in the top 25 or 30. One of the best. Check out G-Ski Rocks 2020 Radio Network here on Blog Talk Radio. Please do. If you don't, then you're going to just be missing out on a great show. Because the guy puts it down. I'm happy to call him friend. 2020 Radio Network. Oh, of course. I'll be remiss if I don't announce Jermaine. Cool Mike on at 11.30 tonight. Damn. But still, if you can get there, be there. It's a great show. (laughs) Occupy Wall Street protesters have listed 13 demands. Demand one. Restoration of the living wage. And as soon as I play these promos, we're going to come back and deliver all of their demands and try not to laugh. (laughs) Try not to laugh. It's not funny, really. Come on. Come on. It's not funny. It's going to be hilarious. So check it out. As soon as I come back, who is John Galt? It is going to be great. When you hear the list of these clowns' demands, you're going to wonder what the hell is going on in this crazy, why, this crazy world. America has fallen on hard times. We hear, oh my God, I don't even, I can't even, I don't know. I don't know what to say, honestly. We'll be right back. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones situation. He oh. promised to change directions. $800 billion in stimulus. Trillions for government health care. Two million jobs. Gone. Left turn after left turn. America's headed the wrong way fast. Six million foreclosures. Fourteen trillion in debt. Five hundred billion in higher taxes. And the worst long-term unemployment in generations. Don't let Obama drive us to disaster. Change direction. Republican National Committee is responsible for the content of this advertising. I remember America. Sure, you can still find it on a map, but nobody older than 20 thinks this is America. Even if coordinates are the same, we've lost our compass. You don't have a direction without reference, the true north. For America, it was liberty. When we lost the love of liberty, our understanding of liberty, it was just a matter of time before the rest of it was lost. 
Some think it started when the auto companies were nationalized, or the police state to control the Internet, or when certain companies couldn't fail because their relationship with politicians made them too big to fail, and the rest of us, without political influence, were too small to succeed. Sure, that all happened pretty quickly. There were just a couple of years, but liberty had been gradually devolving for decades. Some of the more astute, like Ayn Rand, saw it about 50 years before others. She warned us. But people didn't believe it could happen here until it did. Laws had been used to loot productive individuals and businesses, but in the new millennium, under Bush and Obama, graft, corruption, and crony capitalism were no longer hidden behind closed doors. The looters and their laws came out of hiding like rabid animals that were no longer afraid of humans. It was brought into the spotlight, and it was celebrated as enlightened economic policy. Ayn Rand asked the question and Atlas Shrugged that the rest of us were asking 60 years later. Which failing financial institution will the administration pluck from the flames of crisis? And which will it let roast? Which market or investment technique will the regulators bless? And which, in a capricious change of rules, will it condemn or outlaw? As John Galt said in his radio address, You decided you had a right to your wages, but we had no right to our profits. You called it selfish and cruel that men should trade value for value. You've now established an unselfish society where they trade extortion for extortion. People who had never produced or managed anything tried to manage every aspect of our lives, and they brought production to a standstill. And eventually, they decided to micromanage the food supply in the name of fairness and safety. And we all know what happened then. Fiction can be a powerful influence for good or bad. It's too bad more people didn't read Atlas Shrugged. They might have realized where this was heading. How many men ever went to a barbecue and would let one man take off the table what's intended for nine-tenths of the people to eat? The only way you'll ever be able to feed the balance of the people is to make that man come back and bring back some of that grub he ain't got no business. <laughs> How are you going to feed the balance of the people? What's Morgan and Baruch and Rockefeller and Mellon going to do with all that grub? They can't eat it. They can't wear the clothes. They can't live in the house. But when they've got everything on the God's living earth that they can eat and they can wear and they can live in, and all that their children can live in and wear and eat and all their children's children can use, then we got to call Mr. Morgan and Mr. Mellon and Mr. Rockefeller back and say, come back here. Put that stuff back on this table here that you took away from here that you don't need. Leave something else for the American people to consume. All right, and we're back with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Listen, um, before we put out our list of, uh, occupy a list of demands once again. We did this several months ago, but it bears repeating because it's, uh, it's hilarious. Tomorrow I'm going to have a special show and, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be like a, a re, a redo of the show we had where we talked about black Republicans and the Republican party as it relates to Black folks. I don't use that term African American, so I'm going to go with black folks. And I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to lay down a history lesson for you. And you're going to be shocked. 
so few people are aware of what I'm going to tell you tomorrow on my show as it relates to slavery and how it got started and who started it, who kicked it off. It was just one man, just one man. And you're going to be surprised. You're going to be surprised for two reasons. And if you tune in tomorrow, you're going to learn something. You're going to learn something that all but the best historians are privy to. A history lesson tomorrow. Slavery, the colonization of this great nation, Virginia, those are the hints. Tune in tomorrow, learn something that you, I can pretty much guarantee most people do not know, and those who do know won't admit it. And then, how about that? Tomorrow, be here or be We'll be here. Just be here. All right. So let's move on with our demands. Restoration of a living wage. Restoration of a living wage. Regardless of whether or not... Oh, damn you. Damn you. 2020 just put it out there. He didn't even have the decency... To let it to he because he has to prove to me that he's as smart as I am, and I already know that. I'll bet that I'll I'll, I'll bet Cool Mike didn't know that. Come on, Annie Southern Sense. I'll bet she didn't know. Certainly, Evil Clown didn't know. He barely knows his own name. Well, here's the problem. You're, we're known by the company we keep. And I'm proud to say that I keep company with G-Ski of 2020 Radio, whose show comes on right after mine, damn it. And he just let the cat out of the bag. He couldn't help himself. This is a damn shame. You know what? I I salivated over this. I was going to lay out my genius for all to see. I was going to stun. I was going to dazzle. I was I was going to put it out there. Folks were going to gasp. This was the moment when the earth would begin to heal and the seas would recede or something. And, uh, oh, man. <sighs> okay. You know, uh, 2020 just ruined 
my – I got to talk about something else tomorrow. Oh, man. Okay, well, here's the thing. I know that 2020 put out the name. For those of you who are listening on your devices or in your car thingy, whatever, you know, some cars are so fancy now. They've got things you can actually listen to my show on, which is really cool. He put the name out there, but I'm going to put out his name before it was that name. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he his name was not that before it was something else before it was that. Now, if 2020 can put down right now in the chat room the guy's name before it was the name he put in the chat room, I will kiss his ass in Macy's window downtown Atlanta at Atlantic Station. Although I don't think there's a Macy's there, but there is a Banana Republic. No, he didn't put it up there fast enough, so there'd be none of that. But nevertheless, my my main man, G-Ski, knew. He knew. Oh, come on. You see, I, I'm walking around thinking I'm a genius. I'm a smart guy. But there's always somebody smarter than you. And G-Ski just proved the rule. That no matter how smart you are, there's always somebody smarter, or at least equally. <sighs> oh, man. Okay. All right. Well, G-Ski put it out there in the chat room. It was really cool that he did. I was just kidding around. Most of what I was saying was just joking around with G-Ski. He's a smart guy. He put it up there. But a lot of you don't know the story, so we're going to tell the story tomorrow, and it should be interesting for a lot of you who didn't know. Jiski is the man. I am so it is so cool that he put it out there like that. I am so impressed. Jiski Rocks Radio coming on right after my show. Please check him out. I'm going to be there. What makes a man? Yeah, feel like a man. Uh killed. Okay. Uh <laughs> We're out of here, folks. We run out of time. I want to thank everybody for listening to the show tonight. Uh please tune in to Jiski's show. And Annie's show is coming up, uh, I think, tomorrow, Friday, Friday's show. Uh, and, uh, hey, we're out of here. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. We are out. And I-